Hello everyone, hello friends, welcome to another episode of the Comcast. This week's Beer of the Week is the Vanilla Cinnamon Porter by Zwadzig's Brewing of Columbus, Indiana, the fine city of Columbus. This beer has an ABV of 6.1% and a 3.93 bottle cap rating on untapped.com. The sweetness from vanilla and cinnamon is nicely balanced with the darker crystal malts made with chocolate and black malt malts. Uh, this beer, absolutely wonderful. Ryan and I and Cheyenne took a trip to Columbus uh, last week. Uh, we went to the great and powerful 450 North. So hail to the 450. Didn't think uh, it was that good. <laughs> it was it was good, but I am definitely not going to wear a robe and uh, cut my nuts off for it. Um, but it was good. I, I liked it. Uh, then we went to the great Zwadzigs that has wonderful pizza, a very good pizzeria in uh, close to downtown uh, Columbus. This vanilla cinnamon porter was absolutely wonderful. It tastes like fall in a cup. It's like the chai tea of beers. So go out there and get you some vanilla porter from Zwanzig's. It's just a wonderful beer. And just take a trip to Columbus. It's worth a trip, everybody. It is a fun place. Now let's get into the episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Comcast Show, where there is no topic. We just talk out of our fucking asses. Thank you again. Literally, we it's called pulling a Jim Carrey. Yes. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? He, he grabs his butt cheeks and goes, oh, yeah. like the fucking George in the Jungle. Yeah, it's great. I was I was thinking where he did the do not pass go, but that's when he knocked out the monopoly yeah. guy and it was do like you know chomping. Do you know that was uh, when he? I think that he developed that the butt cheek pull apart thing. He when, did that in his stand up. Yeah, I know like, he did that. He he did that in his stand up, and that's like his thing. Like he's the only one that's ever yeah, done who else that talks shit. with their fucking asshole. Um, not me. I I Stripper. actually because I have so much extra skin because I look like a half melted candle. Sometimes when I'm when I'm being goofy, I'll grab my stomach and I'll sit there and I'll push it together and I'll mm, talk with it. Gross. Like it's a giant. Like my stomach's a giant. Like vagina. His is funny. Yours is gross. Yeah, yeah. Mine's definitely gross. Like my <laughs> belly button. Like my belly, my belly button. My belly button. My belly button is about three centimeters too low. So when I have to pick the lint out of it, I have to go up and out. Like gross. it's a like it's a fucking jail cell in France. Like uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, he's just got that one hole in the fucking ceiling that you can see out. Yeah, like that's my belly button. You gotta like go up and out. Gross. Fucking get up in there. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Comcast People. If you haven't threw up yet, uh, get ready. <laughs> I am your host, Ryan. And joining me, as always, is a man whose new hobby is trying to collect the most STDs, Cody. Well, see, kids, the best way to do that is to walk up to the higher porta potty or the higher urinal in the bathroom. And after you get done peeing, you just play with your wiener a couple more times and you just smack the head right off the bottom of the urinal. I was going to say sleeping with hookers. That'll do it no. just the same. You don't have to, uh, you know, 
beat your wiener. <laughs> no, no, I don't beat my wiener. Uh, actually, fun fact, I one time I was there at my work. There's, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. Smacking I, your wiener off the urinal. No, 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 that's not what happened. That's not what happened. That was just, I just improvised that. No, what actually happened was I was at work and for some reason, I'm pretty sure the Jolly Green Giant uh, put installed these urinals at this one bath. This only, it's only one bathroom at my work. And uh, I went in there one time and I actually have to pee on my tippy toes to use these urinals. So a lot of times I just go to the toilet. But the one time I did, when I went to unzip my pants, uh, my pinky touched the bottom of the urinal, like the the, the rim, the yeah. rim of the urinal, and I almost lit my fucking hand on fire afterwards. Like I ran it under that hot water till it was red, just to, to burn off all whatever is fucking touched that toilet. I you ever know. heard of soap? I did use soap too, but I, I I held it underneath the hot water after I washed my hands. I almost, literally like you might if somebody had like lighter fluid or gasoline, I would lit my fucking hand on fire to burn all the germs off. Because that was the single most grossest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. See, I get those feelings too. Like whenever I'm cleaning the toilet or something, I'm like, this is gross and disgusting. But and then it's I'm, your toilet. Yeah, but then I'm just like, fuck it. And then I just get in there with my hands and stuff. And then I And then that feeling goes away. And then I wash my hands afterwards. And I'm like, I'm hey, good. Everybody poops and everybody's, everybody's toilet's fucking, like everybody's toilet's gross. It's one of those things, um, like it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's literally, it's your toilet. It's your shit. You're the one shitting in it, but it's gross when you had to clean it. Yeah, literally, it's like it's um, what is it? I'm trying to think of something else. Like it's 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 yours. So why the fuck are you freaking out? I I can't. I'm trying to think of something. I can't. I can't. Your shit's gross. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of it. I just can't remember. It. Like I don't know. Maybe. I can't remember. I I'm trying to think of some. There's there's multiple things. I just can't think of one right now. That it's like it's yours. You do it all the time. But automatically it's gross. Like pooping. Okay, pooping for one. You have to do it. Everybody fucking does it. Yeah. But it's disgusting. Nah. Everybody farts. You have to fart. Everybody's got gas. I don't give a fuck. I'll fart. I'll fart anywhere. I'll piss anywhere. I'll shit anywhere. I'll fart anywhere. I don't care. I am no stranger to pooping in in just like random public places. Like where? Uh, like, you know, this one time in the driveway of Subway, you know. But we're not going to talk you about shit that. shit in the drive the drive through at Subway. Yeah, and it registered as like a person, too. It's just like, hello, how may I help you today? Would you like a $6 foot long? That's some bullshit, too. It's $6 for a foot long now. Yeah. That's inflation at its fucking finest. Because they got in trouble because it wasn't a foot long. It was like 11 and a half. So that's an extra dollar. So yeah, extra extra dollar for that extra They realized they weren't making money on the fucking meatball. Sub. <laughs> They're yeah. just like, yeah. this meatball sub is an extra yeah, dollar. It, t- it costs so much money for the premium breadcrumbs we put in this uh, fucking sausage. They're probably fucking meatballs. hurting for money. I don't know. There's some people. Okay. Subway. Subway's the number one fast food restaurant ever. They've been that for like five years. I fucking hate Subway. I, 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 I'll mow down me on some Penn Station. I talk to people at work about this. I'm just like. I fucking love Penn Station. They're like, I Penn hate Station. Penn. I hate Penn Station. It's like I'd rather go to Subway. And I was like, you're fucking dumb. Well, guess what? I hope you don't listen to this podcast because you're a fucking joke. Just like Subway is. You go to Subway and you get like a what? only Subway hires a child molester you for a, a spokesman. You, yeah, you get an Italian BMT and a bag of chips. Now you go to Penn Station, you get a fucking a Philly cheesesteak and fucking fries yeah. and one of them big ass giant cookies. Yeah, and a Subway, all you get is a Lay's. You're like, do you want? 
do you want these barbecue baked lays or do you want the the old school fried lays? You want these dumbass fucking sun chips? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) these fucking sun chips. They're they're supposed to be healthier for you, but they have what seven hundred fifty milligrams of sodium. They're not tiny ass fucking bag. No chip is like the. No, no potato chip. I will say the garden sauce is dope. Yeah. I prefer it better than the cheddar. Yeah. No potato chip is actually fucking like that great for you. The I've honestly we we try to buy the ones that are made in the ones that are cooked in like avocado oil or olive oil or something like that. If it's a good brand like the the Boulder Creek is one. And I know that we order things, uh, we, we subscribe to Thrive Market, which is an online market that we order some of our like snacks and groceries from. So they have some avocado oil chips. So any chip that's fried with avocado oil, just flip that bitch around and read the back of it. And if it, like, if it literally says avocado oil, fucking potatoes and whatever the seasoning is, like you're good to go. That other shit, it's, I love it when it says vegetable oil and in parentheses, it says Soybean and or canola and or olive oil and or sunflower oil and or coconut oil and or cottonseed oil. Period. <laughs> like I seen, I can't remember what it was, but I seen. I think it was nuts. I think it was. A, I guess it all depends on what they have in stock. It, I, it's honestly like a mix of both. It's a mix of everything. Really? Yeah, it really is. Uh, sunflower oil is actually sunflower. So my top. Uh, my top three, okay, top four oils that I think are great are sunflower oil. So uh, here's from last to, here's from least to greatest. So sunflower oil being the bottom, extra virgin olive oil as number two. Um, number three, which is second to best, is coconut oil. And then number four, avocado oil. Those are my top four. So avocado oil being first, coconut, olive oil, and then sunflower. And other than that, don't buy it. Motor oil. Yeah, motor oil. Yeah, I like I like motor oil on my sweet potato chips. Okay. Welcome, welcome to welcome to Flavor Town. Yeah. Is that an actual right you told me about that, so what? So the is that an actual thing? The city that uh Guy Fieri is that a real thing? Yeah, they wanted to change the name of Columbus where? to Flavortown. So it's Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. So Columbus, Ohio wants to change uh so he's so he's from there. Columbus, to, Ohio is wanting to change their name to Flavortown, USA. Right. And why would you change it to Flavortown, USA? I don't fucking know. They said because why well, was just name it Flavortown, Ohio? I don't know. But they said um, that I guess it's one of the um, like the people who test foods. They have certain test groups, like if, right. If new companies that roll out things. Well, they probably have a big testing facility or something there. No, it's it's people who like if Lay's has a new potato chip, they'll test it out in Columbus, Ohio, or it's just, they just have like certain, certain they have yeah. certain demographic cities right. that they go to, go to the, to test out this new thing and how good it does. And Columbus, Ohio is one of them. Plus, Columbus, Ohio has. I guess is famous for their food. I guess they have a lot of uh, different, you know, types of food and stuff. So, so, so this is so thousands of people have signed a petition. Maybe already. it's just Flavortown, not Flavortown USA. Yeah, yeah. So, so thousands of people have signed a petition already to rename Columbus, Ohio, to Flavortown after the native son Guy Fieri. So, 
the city of Columbus, Ohio, has already vowed to bring down its statue of Christopher Christopher Columbus, uh, which was a he was a huge racist. Um, but thousands are hey, he was just living in the times. He was he was just living his life on the Mayflower, and he didn't he didn't bring those black people on the boat. The other people did. He just used them for all of his services. But um, now, okay, yeah, he was living in the time. But also, I feel. But also, in that time, if you were anti-racist, people killed you over that. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They, 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 they killed Abraham Lincoln because he freed slaves. He freed all the slaves. One guy killed Abraham Lincoln. There was a lot of people that and would he love was, to kill Abraham. And he Lincoln. was a fucking. There was a he lot was of an actor. There a was pompous a, actor. He was a third. He's you know okay. So we like to watch B movies. He's like in D movies, like the shit that never like the shit that plays. Actually, your, he like was your very popular. Theater. Yeah, all kinds of people knew him. What I'm saying is, one person killed him, but a lot of people. Abraham Lincoln couldn't walk around the fucking street. He gets shot. If you stuck, if you stuck Abraham Lincoln. Walking around the street. That's the thing. He in was, Georgia, he would get shot. If you, that's the, Christopher Columbus came from England. He didn't. He wasn't in America. Either way, either way. No, but back then, you would people. No, seriously. Like Christopher Columbus would not have founded anything if he was an activist for uh, for anti racism. He would not have founded anything. I mean, he had a boat. What do you? They mean? weren't his boats. They were the king's boats. So? The king. Yep. Yeah, the ki- okay, so if you said, King, I got a proposition. For Why you. do you talk like that? He does not sound like that. Okay, <laughs> listen here, King. Okay, okay. I'm going to proposition. Okay, okay, we're going to okay. take this big ass boat and we're going to go across okay. that big body let of water. Try, let me try this way. I'm we're going to find some new land. I don't have, I'm not very good at accents, so let me try this this time. Okay. <clears throat> I swear if it's fucking Matthew McConaughey, I'm going to stab you <laughs> in the face. King, I have a proposition for you. Hear me out now. I say you're still going. You're still going southern. Hear me out now. Oh, you're God. still going southern. Indubitably. Okay. <laughs> so, hear me out now, King. Uh, I have a proposition for you. Uh, what do you say about we let the black people go? You're fired. You're fired. You don't get to take the boats out now. Oh, come on, King. I wanted to take the boats out, though. I wanted to see some shit. I wanted to find the new world. You can't now. You're grounded, son. Go to go to your room. Well, he wasn't his son. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. You don't know that. He was just an explorer. And Christopher find... Columbus. I think you need to study up on your history. Christopher Columbus was the original Moon Dog, which is the the movie with Matthew McConaughey in it. Like he just fucks and sucks everything. No, you just need to brush up on your history. Christopher Columbus. Was destined or was you know not destined. Christopher Columbus? Something. He was basically given the job of finding the new world, going to America. He fucked up, didn't find what he, he was looking for India, and ran into the U.S. So he did a good job. No, he didn't do a good job. He fucked up. Well, I'm gonna go find. He's he's the so he's the worst sailor on the face of the earth. Yeah, but he did find. The Americas. That's so why he called them Indians because he, he thought did it was a good Indian. job, though. He founded us. Well, no, he's like the first stepping stone. Okay, for so all of the Native Americans to be killed. He's also the first stepping stone for bringing slaves over here. Him and the Spanish. I mean, they technically already had slaves in Africa. Well, him so. and the Spanish. The Spanish also brought slaves. Which, fun fact, 
the, they were just here for gold. Fun fact, the Spanish founded Florida in St. Augustine. Yeah. That's where our, we have relatives there. Yeah, after they killed all the Native Americans. And they have a dope-ass pepper that... Actually, the slaves brought this really awesome-ass pepper with them, and they grew it in Florida. Now it's native to Florida. It's called a daddle, and it's awesome. Oh, so you're saying slaves were good. No. <laughs> I'm saying they brought that dope-ass fucking chili pepper over here, and it's great. And I don't awesome. think the slaves brought the pepper over. No, they did. They did. Because it, it's it's uh, the daddle... I, but, well, based off of our brother-in-law... He said that it, it was native to Africa and that the slaves brought it. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but but all I know is origin. So a white flag. Uh, I said dado pepper, not a yucca. The f- yucca is a fucking root vegetable. Okay, so dado pepper. The dado pepper is a very hot pepper, a variety of species. Um, Capsicum uh, chinese. Uh, Dattle peppers are cultivated throughout the United States and elsewhere, but the majority are produced in St. Augustine, Florida. Many miss attempt to... Especially Spanish-influenced. Yeah. So many miss attempt to explain the origin of the dattle pepper. Some suggest the peppers were brought to St. Augustine by indentured workers from Menorca in the late 18th century. Others... Uh, others say that they were brought by... Uh, from Cuba around 1880... By a jelly maker named S. B. Vols. Okay, so okay, now so, from fucking so I, what, Africa. Well, well, what is the what? Where's Menorca? I don't know. You got the Google box. So, so basically, so it's un it's unclear. Uh, so it's unclear. Um, it's Spain. Where they came from? It's in Spain. You're dumb. Okay, so it's in the. Balearic Islands located in it's the in between Mediterranean Spain and sea. Italy. Well, they also did bring... I mean, they brought slaves from Spain. Either way, so I am wrong about that. It, 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 it most likely did not come from Africa, but it probably did come from Spain and other regions. They're not really sure about that. But it is a very hot, very good pepper. It's very good in, in all types of hot sauces. I don't so, think it's hot. It depends. It depends. The ones we've had weren't that hot, but it is actually extremely hot. Hmm. And it's extremely good. So if you're ever in St. Augustine, that's the most authentic St. Augustine thing you're ever going to have for all my authenticity nuts, all my travelers like we are. I like to have everything uh, like authentic, local. I don't like to eat chains. So I swear. That's the one thing that pisses me off is you go to a place. We're stopping at McDonald's for lunch. Well, fuck you, buddy. I'm not eating that That's shit. the thing I don't get is like you go to a vacation spot and you have family there. You have friends there. Like, hey, where do you guys go to eat? You know, what's what's a good, like, local place that's, like, a not a chain, but, like, a small place? It's like, oh, we usually just go to Chick-fil-A. Are you fucking kidding me? There's not, like, a taco truck you go to or, like, some local, uh, like, what, what? Mexican market. Like, or... some, of the, some of the great, some of the best food we had there was at an Irish pub. Yeah. It's the only one that exists. And it's an Irish pub in Florida. And it's fantastic. That's it's good. It's awesome. And it's just a small little place that's the only one that exists. Right. Why in the fuck... Would you go to a Frisius Big Boy, you fucking pieces of shit? Yeah. Why? Why would you go there? That's so dumb. Like we usually go to Taco Bell or McDonald's, but then fuck that shit. We go no. to that, we go to that that local place Grom. Yeah, there's a place called Grom. And we usually go get breakfast yeah. there. So and shout just, out. It's, there's only one. Shout out Angie's Grom. She has uh, they have that, and then Angie's Sub. So shout out Angie's Grom in Jacksonville, Florida. 
It's a beachside surf shop, and we go there every day for breakfast. Everything's made from fucking scratch. They have homemade local hot sauces there. I'm pretty sure they made your bagel from fucking scratch because it was fresh. I don't think so. All, all I know is it was great. The food was awesome, and we go there every day because it's the only fucking one, and it's amazing. It's amazing. I think we went to we we stayed with our friends, and they took us to CC's Pizza because they had their kids there, and having two kids. And, uh, that, and we were fucked. Yeah, we were fucked up. We were not driving. We were so drunk. It was like, they were getting ready. They were closing in like a half hour. Yeah. And we're just like, we're, cause I was shit faced. And I think we did the shots on the way there. And yeah. we're just, and we're, <laughs> we're just like fucking let's endless yeah, pizza. We, let's we, yeah. fucking eat this we shit had, We had our friends drive our rental car because in our rental car, it had we third had, row. Yeah, third row seating. So all six of us fat, it, yeah. fat in there. Sat so, in there. Yeah, so all six of us sat in there, and we went to CC Pizza. And that's the only time we went to a chain. The rest, uh, the rest of the time, no chains. So if you want to have a great experience, don't go to chain restaurants. Off the fucking If cup. you want to have a shitty Midwestern family vacation, pay the extra couple dollars per I mean, person the only and chain, have something good. I think the only chain place we went to was like CC's, and then we went to bon- Bono's. Bonos, but that's a that's, that's different. That's, that's like a it's a barbecue place. So yeah, that's so. a barbecue place. That's kind of like a southern staple. I mean, yes, it's got. A I guess we did kind of break the rule. Yeah, the rules because it, it does have a fucking drive. It does have a fucking drive through, but also it's not bad for what it is. It's like a Texas Roadhouse. Not every place has a Texas Roadhouse. Not every place has a Bonos barbecue. But still, like Texas Roadhouse, you really can't go wrong. It's like when we go. To the tap here, when we go to the tap in Bloomington, it's, you can always count on it being good. You you really don't have a shit day at the tap, and and you really don't have a shit day at Bono's or fucking Texas. I mean, you do have a shit day at the tap whenever they fucking, I had that chili bit. Well, no, I I got. That wasn't a shit day. I got fucked up. You decided to do that. Don't. That was not my fault. I was like. You know what? I've never had like a jalapeno beer or something like that. So let's try a jalapeno Worst beer. Worst fucking mistake. And ever. it just it was just a, a beer that tasted like it had peppers in it. And I was just like, this is dumb and this is six bucks. They're like, why don't you send it back? And I was like, no, I'm just gonna fucking drink it. So, so you chug it like so a fucking it. madman. The, no, I chug it like a fucking man. No, this is a just this is just a recap back when we talked about it on an earlier episode of you drinking other people's random drinks, except this one's your own, but it's gross. I have a very wide... Nut up or shut up. Well, see, I have a very wide palate, and I can drink uh, a porter. No, I can drink a porter, and then right after that, I can drink an IPA, and it doesn't affect me. You usually pick one thing. I'm a light guy. Yeah. So you usually pick one thing, and you kind of stick to that, and you venture out a little bit, but if you find something you like, you're sticking with that all night. Me, I'll... Not true. Well, you don't really venture out as much. No, you don't go from a porter to an IPA. I like and then what I like to a fucking ale. Like you I'll don't. try different stuff, but once I fi- if I like what I like, and right. if I'm not going to get something dark to eat with or something like that, because that's dumb. I I do, but see, I don't drink I don't drink alcohol when I eat. I only drink water because it makes the beer taste like shit to me. It really does. Even normal beer, like if I'm drinking, just if I'm at somebody's house and all they have is like Michelob Ultra or Bud Light, if I'm just drinking that and we're at a barbecue or something, I can't drink any kind of beer when I eat. It makes it taste like shit. And I know everybody's I like, can. everybody's like, it's like a Midwest thing, hot wings and beer, not me. It's hot wings and water and then I'll drink. I don't know. If I go afterwards. to like a cookout and I, there's like, 
fucking, uh, you know, they're cooking out and it's like burgers and shit. If like, like a Corona with a lime or any light beer, really fucking Miller light, Bud light sucks. I can drink a, I can drink a cocktail though. And eat like a, not, a vodka soda with, but not food. beer, not beer. I don't know. Drinking a cocktail with food is different because it's like, it's just weird. If I'm going to drink hard, if I'm see the thing with us is it's weird because people we go with, if we go to a restaurant or something, like the tap, we'll stick with the tap as an example. If we go to the tap, we'll sit down and then if we're other, with other people, they'll be like, oh, you guys ready to eat? And we're like, no, we're going to no. have like at least four drinks before we fucking I have do that. three, yeah. We I, want a buzz and then yeah. we want to fucking My eat. rule of thumb is two to three beers at a brewery or a tap room or something like Mine that. Mine is five to six and whenever you get hungry, you get hungry. Are you fucking kidding me? No, what's wrong with that? Jesus Christ, what the fuck? If I plan on having a fucking party, I'm sorry, you can only handle two before you lose your shit. If you plan on having a party, we're going out for dinner, you alcoholic. Well, I mean, I'm we're, always... We're, having a, we're, we're partying, bro. No, I, we're not, Ryan. I, I'm no, always we're not. for a good we're, time. We're, we're, at, we're at Texas Roadhouse. There's a family of we're four the sitting right there. We're at the tap. Okay, okay. okay well, uh, Gladys and her husband, Jer- Jerry... Are sitting okay. right over there. I've never lost my shit at the tap before. Okay. No. No. We saw that old bitch fall down. Sorry, old lady fall down. That one. Thank time. you. Thank you for correcting the uh, your slander. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know who she was, but she was so fucked up that she slid off the back of her stool. So there's a a, a rise up near the window that's like that was that's hilarious. like six inches. That was up, up above the ground. That was pretty funny. And she was sitting on a stool, so she's six extra inches from the ground. And the stools are like what three, almost probably almost four. No, I would say I would say they're about three and a half, three point yeah. seven five feet. So she's sitting on this stool. Somehow, this crazy shit slides off the back of it and just completely just... It sounded like a fucking gunshot. It sounded like a bomb went off. You know, you hear this boom, and this lady's just like... It looks like she got knocked out. You know how if you watch videos on Facebook or, like, fight videos, when somebody gets knocked out, their fucking arms just, like, come up, and they're all zombied and shit? That's what she looked like. She's just like, oh. She's luckily, like, I'm all right. I'm all right. Luckily, the old, luckily old girl was uh, pretty tuned in and uh, tipsy, so yeah. she probably didn't feel a thing. But uh, the one time... Usually we have a, it's a pretty good reputation, the, the, of an establishment like the tap has, because there's one in Bloomington and then there's another one on Mass Avenue in Indianapolis. Uh, so there's a pretty good reputation for a, now I don't, I'm not sure about Mass Ave, the one on Mass Avenue, because Mass Avenue gets fucking wild in downtown Indy. They're building a new one. Mass Avenue's crazy. But I know the one in Bloomington, it doesn't get super crazy, uh, because I feel like craft beer crowds are not rowdy. Because people come there. No, to, you get ready to go to a bar. Yeah, yeah. Because craft beer. See, craft beer is different. That's why I prefer a brewery or a tap house. Because yeah, you got the occasional like once in a while. In the years I've been going to the tap, one time that did a guy get kicked out. One time, and he wasn't even drinking craft beer. He was drinking Corona. He looked like he was living on a beach in fucking Florida. But he actually looked like an actor from one of the shitty zombie movies. Yeah. But it being a college town, it's it's if you want to see drunken yeah. stupor, you go to a fucking bar. Yeah, go to a college bar. Go to, you know, one of the freaking Go to Brothers. Yeah, or, go to the one of the college bars because IU gets crazy. Fuck yeah, now coronavirus times, it's probably not gonna get too bad. Uh we actually Well were, they it's like it's only it's limited quantities, but it's 
you right. have to sit at the table back before this whole shit down. It was shoulder to fucking shoulder. I know me, but I know you, I know you and I would go out on a Friday night, but we get there early. We don't yeah. stay out late. We, the latest we stay out is midnight. We don't go past that. No, because we're fucking old men. Yeah, we start at five, and but we the leave, thing we is, leave in, at midnight. In Bloomington, it being a college town, shit doesn't pick up till yeah. midnight. Yeah, so, so sometimes... And those next three see, hours some, are fucking lit. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes the early crowd shows up around seven or eight, and then by nine o'clock, we can't even fucking move. Nine, ten o'clock, we're just like, all right, I think it's time for us to go and just drink at home like yeah. like 27-year-olds. <laughs> we're not We're not hip. Well, that's like we went to the. But then you got then you got your grandpa. Then you got your grandpa out there trying to get some twenty three year old ass. The thing is, like, I hate saying this, but we are we've we're pretty known for getting righteously fucked up. Like, just our knowledge of each other. Like, when yeah. you got too fucked. We were at the Clayton Anderson concert. I feel that like one everybody's time. had their fair share in their life, though. But right, but but when but it comes just, to, like when I think of them, it's just like. Man, I used to be so embarrassed. See, about I that. think I think during college years and in high school and right after college, I was pretty known for getting fucked up, and you just kind of chill and hang out and you take care of me. I always did. I never and took now, care of you. Okay, well, not you would you would kind of you you'd be my shepherd. I would get, <laughs> I, you'd be this, my shepherd. This still happens to me. If I get too fucked up, I just fall asleep. I was my, our mom would always worry about us. Oh, don't get down. Don't go to college and get alcohol poisoning. And not, we know you're going to drink, but don't get alcohol poisoning, blah, 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 and all this shit. I'm like, Mom, you don't ever have to worry about me because if I drink too much, I just end up falling asleep, and that's it. Yeah. I never get too fucked up. Luckily, you don't fall asleep in the middle of an establishment where you're not supposed to, and I don't have to carry you anywhere because I can't carry you. No, but now no, in these later... I believe... I, I, In my opinion, I think in these later years... Um, I think in these later years, you are the one that's been getting, like, trashed when we go out. In the past three years, I think you're the one that gets a little little out of control. I mean, drinking random people's drinks and stuff like that. Okay, that was our birthday, and that was a mistake. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, common knowledge whenever you whip a guy's ass at pool, you're allowed to steal his drink. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, is that the way it worked in, in like, uh, in, like, the... Oh, when was like Wild West times? Like the 1600s? Pretty sure. Probably. If you whooped a guy's ass, you took his shot of whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Like you whooped a guy's ass, you He's knocked out. Whiskey. He ain't taking you, it. You you took his shot of whiskey and you fucked his whore. That's that's basically what it is. Pretty and much. Whore as in Lady of the Evening. Lady of the Night. Yeah. <laughs> lady of the Lady of the Night in the saloons. Whore not not whore as in like, you know, like a respectable woman that like you know graduated first grade back right then. and if you're a lady of the evening give me a discount <laughs> wait are, wait are you talking like midwest like western times or like now no and now ain't nobody giving you a fucking discount they're charging you extra they might extra pounds extra bucks bitch that's not true that is true no i don't think so are you gonna cry in their lap and they're gonna give you like 20 percent off what is 20 percent off if you're a prostitute or sorry Escort. What is twenty percent off? Like, what is twenty percent off? What What do you get? Do you do you do you get like a free keychain? Like, I, mean, I don't want an escort. I want a down home hoe. I don't. Do well, you think I want somebody to just come to me with a bar? No, I ain't looking to socialize at all. If I get a prostitute, it ain't to socialize. Like, how's your day and shit? No. I think that's that might be what you need. Business. Let's fucking take a trip up to Canada. It's illegal there. Red light district. 
You need some help. Want I help? think you should probably talk to No, I don't. I mean, I'm not serious, but it's it's there. <laughs> I think you might need to talk to somebody. About what? I think you might need to talk to Cheyenne. Cheyenne's a very good person to talk to. She is my rock. Okay, she can be your rock. and She is whatever. my rock and I am her role, as in dough. Yeah. Like, I am her bread roll. No. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's people that go to Canada all the time. There's people that post videos, like, on Instagram and shit of people who are are still virgins. Like, I saw one, this one guy was, they did a Instagram story and this guy was still a virgin. And they went up to Canada to the red light district and showed him coming out of the building. And it's like, all his, his hair was all messed up and shit. My opinion, I, whatever your profession is, I will not discriminate. I don't discriminate against you. You're I think prostitution be legal. You're, anyway. you're a working class person. If you are an escort, more power to you because I guarantee you make more money than I do. Yeah. So more power to you. I do. I like I said. I don't care how you make your living, as long as you're making it. As long as you're providing for yourself, and if you have family, if you have kids, I don't care what you do. I think all that shit care. should be legal anyway. Prostitution, all that stuff, because then once it becomes legal, it gets safer. There's so right. many women out there that have to carry protection right. and all this stuff and have to worry about getting raped or getting worried because about Because that up. means organization. Well, so legalization if you do, if you right. do illegal, dirty stuff, right. you get those kinds, kinds right. of people. Right. Legalization means organization. But, but, yeah, but if it's in like Canada or something like that, or even I believe it's in Japan, they have those districts and stuff to where you can go and right. and it's a business. They're in a building with CCTV. Right. All this shit. They have bodyguards, managers. Right. Come so, in, yeah, check and see I, how you're I, doing. I'm right there with you. I, honestly, like um, like a strip club. So a person that is a that is a dancer. Literally, like if that's your living and you're good at it, do that. Right. Honestly, like if you make an awesome living selling oranges on a highway in Florida. And you make a living and you're cool with that, I don't give a fuck. If you I don't care. Like, if you want to be a dinosaur and walk around your yard, that's fine. As long as you don't kill a neighbor's cat or you don't hurt anybody, I don't fucking care. Be a goddamn T-Rex. Well, that's just like in, in LA, they have those people that do like the lookalike shit. If you right. want to dress up as fucking Batman, and you know how much money though that guy makes? The Batman guy... The fucking guy who dresses like Michael, looks like Michael Jackson. You mean the Batman guy on YouTube? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about people like street oh, for, performers. For like street street performers, performers yeah. yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars fucking every week. You have to be good at it, though. You have to be really good yeah, at it. Yeah, that and, one and fucking guy. Thing, and that's the thing, though. Sorry if anybody, if you can hear an echo, I'm going to have to get another beer. But that's also the thing. You have to be good at it because there are so many street performers. There are so many out there that you have to be extremely good and you have to have a really good act. Um, or else you won't make a lot of money. I don't know. That one guy who looks like fucking Michael Jackson and like dances like him and shit, he makes bank like a lot of fucking money. Probably. I mean, it's like I said, if whatever you got to do to make a living, I don't give a shit. If, if you want to sell, you know, license plates that were made by death row inmates on the side of the fucking highway, I don't give a fuck. Be an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's what this, that's what all these young people and a lot of people are getting into today. Fucking YouTube. YouTube entrepreneurs, singers, songwriters. Um, Cheyenne's sister was is on a. She's single and she's been on TikTok. She no, she's been on Tinder. She's been on Tinder yeah. and uh, in the words of Cheyenne, uh, she was actually swiping through. She was being her sister and swiping through there because Cheyenne is old, Cheyenne is the oldest sister, so she was just looking out for uh, her, her little sister and she was swiping through Tinder just and showing her, her Tinder. 
Yeah, her tender. Well, wow. there she was showing her, and she was like, "Oh, look at this guy." She's like, "Oh, she, he's cute," and uh, that's her sister. Her sister said that he's cute, and Cheyenne's like, "Oh, what's he do?" And she actually, Cheyenne actually, like you can tell she's the smarter one because she reads the fucking bios, and her sister doesn't. She just go off the pictures because her sister's you know a couple years younger, and Cheyenne's Cheyenne's lived through all that shit, and her sister's just now like uh, graduated college and hasn't been out near as much, but. Uh, she's reading through the bio and she's like, oh, entrepreneur. And she's like, oh. And her sister's like, oh, entrepreneur, really? She's like, he's really cute. And she goes, that means he doesn't have a job. And she swiped, she swiped left on him. So she declined him. That's not true. He could have been a fucking influencer or something like that. Um, nowadays, the only way that you make money as an entrepreneur is if you get lucky. Not really. You, no, well, young TikTok influencer on instagram all them chicks that check their fat ass on instagram and you shit. know you That's know who really uh I, I actually seen an article today the founder so the the founder of gymshark gymshark apparel you yeah. know what that is yep so gymshark apparel the founder of gymshark he was actually working uh as a janitor at a gym i want to say uh to see me, if people recognize him like fucking that boss what is it called? Hidden Boss or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, let me let me just uh, so Jim Shark founder. So Ben, oh excuse me, hold on. That's things. Okay. Um, so Elvis knees. Ben Francis. Uh, so Jim Shark is a fitness apparel and accessory brand. Everybody knows who. Everybody probably knows what Jim Shark is. Um, so I believe... And some people who don't, they make, uh, clothes for people who go to the gym. And honestly, he's just a kid, and let's be honest, people, the clothing is motherfucking expensive. So if you don't make, if you don't, like, if you want to, uh, wear Gymshark, like, that's your outfit Monday through Thursday. <laughs> because it's, it's very fucking expensive. No, but, uh, Gymshark... I think it just got released that he is so the Gymshark brand is worth one point three billion dollars. Yeah, and Gymshark founder and Brit- British entrepreneur. Well, he actually, I think he was, uh, he was either working at a, like as a janitor at a gym, cleaning stuff or something like that. I read the article. He probably just wants something to fucking do. Uh, so the company started by uh, Birmingham, UK, born Ben Francis in 2012. Now age 28. He was, uh, that was eight years ago. He was 20 fucking years old. He was 20 years old when he came up with the Gymshark. Uh, has entered into a strategic partnership in order to expand further internationally. General Atlantic will take a 21% stake in the business following the deal Mark's Jim Shark's Jim Shark's first ever investment, um, basically international. So this is the first. So he's worth one point three billion. So this company's worth one point three billion, and this is just the very first investment he's made. Um, it is uh, apparently, from what I understand, it is very good apparel for working out, but it, it is rather expensive. But in my opinion, if you can afford it, buy it because you can't take the money with you. And in my personal opinion, if the brand is worth more. I can almost guarantee that the 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 money you pay for that makes it just that much better. In my opinion, I know that I know from experience that you know when it's financially 
when you're financially able to buy clothing or anything, anything at all, and you buy, go with the cheaper version. I will say that over time, uh, the investment is not worth the money you pay for it because obviously the money you pay for it will not, means it will not last as long. And going off of my experience, if you pay the extra money for a good brand, that's where you get your investment. It does last longer. That's why $100 sweatpants are better than $10 sweatpants. I've heard that you can buy those $100 sweatpants and wear them to like a business meeting that they're so, they look so nice, but it's fucking sweatpants. What uh, what brand makes a $100 pair of sweatpants? I don't know. I've just heard Tom Segura talk about them. He's really? just like, you just got to get your them $100 sweatpants, man. And he's like, you can wear them to a business meeting. And he's like, I just did it the other day. Because he, he wore sweat, those sweatpants and a button-up shirt and a sports jacket to a fucking business meeting. He's like, yep, they're the most comfortable pants Do ever. Do they look like jeans? They just look like dress pants. They can they can be pulled off as dress pants. No, that's like $14 sweatpants. 16 best sweatpants for men. Nike, Champion, all that shit. I say it's like... Lululemon type shit. Something. Mack Weldon, a sweatpant. They're $78. Uh, Rome Commuter Jogger Sweatpant. They are $128. You know what? It might have been these. The Rome Commuter Jogger. They're $120. And they do look like, they do almost like a skin, look like a skinny jean type of uh, pant. So Adidas, um, SPRT. As long as there's no like embroider or emblem on them, they can be pulled off. I am going to say, I'm going to say he probably, it's probably these ones right here. It's the Roan, R-H-O-N-E, commuter jogger. And they literally look like a pair of skinny They can be pulled off as dress pants. They literally, literally, literally look like a pair of skinny uh, dress pants. If you get them in probably blue or gray. Or black, it would work. I would say black would work better. But. Yeah, it'd probably work perfectly. So, one hundred twenty-eight dollars. Uh, this is on uh, spy.com. Uh, so, the Roan commuter jogger. Um, it's a. Uh, it's enough for a super casual office because it's it's designed to resemble khakis. Yep. So this is that's definitely it. So. 128 bucks, you can get a Roan commuter pair of jogger sweatpants, mm-hmm. and you will never, ever, ever have to wear those uncomfortable khakis again. And Roan, if you want to sponsor the Comcast, I would take a pair of those sweatpants as long as you have them in 1XL. I am good, and I will wear those. They will look, I will look like a funnel because fat people in skinny pants look like funnels or uh, ice cream cones. Ice cream cones. Yeah, they look like ice cream cones. And that funnel joke is from a comedian, and I cannot remember his name. Uh, so I'm not taking credit for that joke. But the ice cream cone, I am taking credit for because literally fat people in skinny pants look like ice cream cones. You look like a double scoop. I mean, that kind of look like look shit like, now. <laughs> you, look like a, you look like a double scoop ice cream cone. I kind of look like shit now. If I'm like walking, like whenever I go into the bathroom at work, there's a mirror, and you're walking down like the aisle or whatever. And I look, and it's just like it's big, and then everything gets skinnier at the waist. So I'm like just guys, like, guys, I look fucking bigger dumb. guys, huskier guys, chubbier guys, bigger guys, don't wear skinny jeans. One makes you look like you ain't got any ass. If your back pockets are on your thighs, there's no point in 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 any girl looking at your butt. Because I'll be honest, since I have a girlfriend who is a butt freak. Girls like to look at guys' butts just as much as guys like to look at girls' butts. 
So wear some actual fucking jeans, some athletic fit, or some relaxed fit. Something that is going to be around your waist and something that's going to actually show your ass. Because and a fucking belt. I'm pretty yeah. sure saggy pants are out. Especially, now. especially if you're single and you want some female attention. Like if you know that you got a good butt, if you're a dude, wear don't wear skinny jeans because you don't look like skinny you got, jeans are out. You don't look like you got an ass in skinny jeans. People don't wear skinny jeans anymore. Yeah, they do. The if only you, if the you do, only, you're behind the time. The only but. what what is in what's in now then? Huh? Regular form fitting jeans. No, they're not. Yeah. The only set of jeans I see most of the time are skinny and uh, straight. Skinny jeans are out. Skinny, straight, and athletic. Athletic fit, whatever. All I know is, skinny jeans are all out. I know is wear jeans at your waist so they can show your butt off. Nobody can see your butt. Guys, if it's on, if your waist is on your butt, nobody can see your butt. For dudes, skinny jeans for girls are still on, but for dudes, skinny jeans are out for guys. They just look dumb as fuck. You can't anyway. say skinny jeans are out if you don't own a pair. I don't have to own a pair. You can't. You're for not, me, skinny jeans have always been out. Ryan, fashion for you is blue jeans and a plain t-shirt. You, which, which is, you know, this is a V-neck. According bitch. to Tan France, recognize this is a V-neck. Well, here's the thing. According to Tan France on Queer Who? Eye, Tan France, he's he's the he's, oh, I forgot he's, you he's, that a, show. he's the clothing guy on Queer Eye. So according to him, literally all you need is different shades of jeans. And different t-shirts. That's all you need. Basic basic fashion. I have those. Basic fashion. Have a pair of stone wash. Have a pair of light blue, dark blue, black. All different shades of jeans. Just basic information for people who are looking for more fashion. Just basic. All the shades of different jeans. No matter what style it is. And just have plain t-shirts. Plain t-shirts. You that's, can have graphic tees. That's if you what really, I have. I know, but you can have graphic tees if you want to. But your jeans, whatever color they are, just Talk have about my fucking just have, style. Just have all the different colors. That's like base. That's basic fashion. Because hey, every fashion. time I see you, all you got a fucking tank top on. Uh, no, yes. that's not every time. You're wearing a sleeve of shirt right now. This is a cutoff because I haven't changed my clothes from when I went on a walk this morning. Mm-hmm. There it is. But and who has fashion? Me. Me. I usually do. I usually have. I usually look pretty good. But today, I just I didn't give a fuck because I knew you were coming over, wow. and I'm not trying to impress you. You should. Why? Because I'm important. No, you're not. True. Also true. <laughs> I just know that guys, if you're looking for some kind of fashion, literally just, just, in my opinion, from what I learned about my own fashion. When you go to a clothing store... Watch the Queer Eye show. Well, yeah. That, I, honestly, I, I really honestly feel like Queer Eye can help. And honestly, can, YouTube shit. Honestly, Queer Eye uh, can help. Personally, straight and gay men and all whatever binary you are uh, can honestly help with your fashion. They, they really can. It can help you with life. And that's why it's such a popular show. But also, branch out. Don't wear the same basic thing. Literally, like, let the person that works there help you. Honestly, honestly, let the person that works at that clothing store, whichever one you go into, let them help you. Let them pick out stuff for you to try on. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. You don't have to buy it. That's the best part of going clothing shopping. You don't have to fucking buy it. But if it feels good to you and you think you look, you think you look all right... And if that person helped you, they work there. They, you need another person's 
perspective. So if you don't like going shopping, clothing shopping to anybody, have that person help you pick out stuff. Because more than likely, it's it's a man or a woman or whoever, they know what they're talking about. They know they what fucking kind of, work there. Yeah, they know what kind of fashion. that Let them do their job. Let them help you. Let them help you branch out. Because honestly, you might find something that you like that fits really well. And, and if you don't like it, that's the best part. You don't have to fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And update update your wardrobe. So spend a little bit of money on yourself and buy a new outfit. And you don't need right like you don't need like your whole closet to be fancy. Exactly, shit. exactly. Two or three outfits, maybe even just two, two or three decent outfits to wear something like out on the town. The rest of your shit can be whatever. And also, guys, don't only have cargo shorts. Have some kind of other short. Or some kind of other pant. Like, hopefully, uh, like, your your everyday clothes, don't make it only cargo shorts. Make it something else. Make it something, you know, different. It's it's adding variety. It's adding spice to your life. And it make you, it'll make you feel good um, when somebody compliments you. When, when I get a new, a new uh, like, shirt or, or a sweater or a pair of jeans and somebody compliments me, it makes me feel great. It really does. And um, especially if multiple people do it. So branch out, have the people, have the people that work there help you because they know how to do their job. That's why they're there. And nobody, and honestly, it it probably doesn't make them feel good that nobody ever wants to ask their opinion. If I worked in a clothing store and nobody ever wanted to ask my opinion, I wouldn't like to do that. No, I'd be boring because you know what you're talking about. Right. You you really do. And the reason you got hired there is because you have some kind of fashion sense. Exactly. It's it's not because you're just trying to scrounge up some commission. You're just there to fucking get the long hook and pull it off the top. Yeah, exactly. It's you're there to do a job. You're there to help people feel better about themselves and help them look good. So so guys, girls, branch out. Try something you're not used to if you don't like it. Like I've I said, talked to people about different kinds of stuff, and I always tell them it doesn't matter if it's like trying to change your fashion sense, trying to do something on a car, trying to whatever you are trying to do, and you have no fucking clue about how to do it, what to do, what to think about, what to expect. YouTube. I always tell people all this this stuff all the time. Get on YouTube. There is so much shit, so many channels, so many people. That have all this knowledge and they, YouTube is a big thing and a lot of people don't know that. Get on YouTube, research the stuff, look at, watch people's channels, you know, watch episodes, you know, binge it on your time off if you're looking for new fashion tips. Watch three or four things or if you got a lot of time, you know, you can, you can binge stuff and get ideas about what to do and then go to a store, try it on. Like I, I was telling Cody earlier, that I've been trying to do more self develop self development and make myself like a better person, um, and which is always important, right? And just trying to, because I don't know, it just it you're just trying felt- to heighten you're trying to heighten your self awareness, right? Your your because nobody knows you like you do, and if you don't feel good in your own self, then right. you can't feel then you can't feel good to anybody. Yeah. If you can't if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. But, and that's a real thing. You yeah. can try really hard to love other people, like have a significant other, but if you don't like yourself, it's going to disrupt 
your love for that other person. Right. I promise you it will. You have to love yourself. If you don't, if you're not in a state to love yourself, you're, it's, it's not, life isn't worth, um, it's not worth much. Yeah. If you are not happy, life is not worth much. It really isn't. If you are not comfortable in your own skin, in your own self, in your own life, what is what is the point of having anything? Yeah. There's not. There's no point in I was talking to Cheyenne about this. I think it was yesterday or sometime this week. But if if you are unhappy, what the fuck does it matter if you have a new car right. or a great house? If you're not happy, it doesn't matter. If you're not happy with yourself, your body, your skin, your life, your your situation at your job, it doesn't matter. Because if you make a, you can make a hundred thousand. You still look in the mirror and you're yeah. just like, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year, and have everything you ever need. Because a hundred thousand dollars in this region of Indiana can get you pretty much anything you've ever wanted. Right. It, it really can. A hundred. As long 000, as your goals aren't huge. Right. As it long, can get you a nice, a nice size house, the car you've wanted to drive. Exactly. For a hundred thousand dollars a year in this area of Indiana, you can have just about anything you want. You really can. Um, but if you're unhappy, doesn't matter. Right. That's why I said money is, that's why I say, I I always say money is not everything, but it sure does fucking help. Yeah. (laughs) It sure fucking does. Because give me a hundred thousand dollars a year and I will be the happiest son bitch on earth because I am comfortable with myself. But uh, like I said, get your shit right and, uh, know yourself, love yourself and And never be, never be scared to, to change, to take. To take those risks. That's one thing in life you have to take is fucking risks. If you never take a risk, you never know what will happen. And that's the reason I started doing this thing is because I'm still on my goal to try to lose 100 pounds this year. And I've been stuck in between 50 and 60. And this is just motivation. Motivation, confidence, stuff like that. It never hurts. It's you might, you know, people might give you shit about doing this stuff. But if it's helping you, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. It if just anybody, if anybody has nothing any, else, yeah. it, you matter. Right. You come first. If anybody has anything negative to say about anything you do, then the, you just brush that off. You can't yeah. listen to that because if you do, it's just going to bring you down. You're not going to want to do it. If somebody says one negative thing about it, and it's somebody that you're supposed to, you're supposed to trust in your life, and that's supposed to have your back, somebody that you really care about, that you thought was your friend, yeah. you. It, it, it ruins you. They're not your friend. It will absolutely ruin anybody. And the only person that can really have you is you. Yeah. And if, if the person and the people that stick with you, that only talk good things about you, those are the people that you keep around. You can always make new friends. You can always, like I said, you, you can't, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose family. But if your family's a bunch of fucking dicks, you don't need them. You don't need them. You do not need anybody but yourself, but eventually, mentally, you're going to need somebody. So pick the people that are always got you and that never talk shit about you. You stay golden and 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 be you. Be comfortable with you, but branch out and try new things because nobody ever got anywhere by staying in, staying in your own fucking lane. Yep. Nobody had fun in life. That's I asked Cheyenne many times because of her... Her exes in life, ex relationships, ex partners. I, I I said, am I am I anything? I asked. I just asked one day, just random. I just wanted to know. I said, am I anything like them? And she goes. She said, no. I said, am I 
what, what, how am I different? She said, well, you're, you're entertaining. You're interesting. I think you have an opinion. You, you make me laugh. I'm, you know, I'm people that listen to this podcast. I'm sporadic. I talk a lot. I, I joke around. Super annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I joke (laughs) around. I'm, you know, I, I, I make her laugh. It's, I'm different from the other ones because I am, I, I am not, I'm not predict. I'm not really predictable. I am. I'm sporadic. I'm funny. I'm entertaining. I. I I never run out of things to talk about. I'm not boring, so to speak. I never got that. I never got laughing. Has always came easy to me. Having a good time has always came easy to me. I never. I never. I never got how some people having a good time does not come easy to them. Some some people laughing does not come easy. Some some people it, it it's hard to have joy it really is it, it, and that that is why we are all different we are all right. our own unique people so gotta live laugh love ladies and gentlemen yeah some people it's hard it's harder to have that but everybody in this life can have it and the lives to come yep. everybody can have joy you just have to find it yep. and it's definitely fucking out there and branching out and mm-hmm. not being comfortable is the one way you're going to get it. You got to change that state of mind, people. You you have to work on you before you can have anything else. Right. And with that being said, news stories. News stories. All right. Me first, people. Me first. This I've been waiting to talk about. Tiger King to return for season two with Joe Exotic and Carol Baskins potentially on board. Here, here's here is Joe Exotic's perspective on season two. Bring, bring. No, it doesn't ring. Bring. He's on the other side of a wall. <laughs> Hello. This is the so-and-so jail in the county of Oklahoma. For Joe Exotic, whatever the fuck his last name is, an inmate at the blah, 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 blah. I can't stand that Carol Baskins. That bitch done, done, done fucked one of my tigers back in 19, 1978 when I was first starting out. She gave me a bad tiger and had a prolapsed asshole. We call it a, we call it a, a, a pink, pink sock with a cat on the end of it. Because a prolapse asshole is called a pink sock for people. You get it? You get it? I'll marry two guys at one time. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, you gay? No? I am. <laughs> That's not what he said. I had 200 tigers and fed them with only ballpark francs for a year. What the fuck have you? What the fuck have you done? What the fuck have you done? I've fed 200 tigers with ballpark francs for a year. What the fuck have you done? Basically. Anyway. I fed them with the meat inside of the shrink package. What the fuck have you done? I have more piercings on my body than a piercing person. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, you're dumb as hell. Okay. Anyway, so the hit documentary. I am the Tiger King. <laughs> no, you're not. So the hit documentary uh, series. How do you think... So, he's probably lost his mind in jail by now. Nah. So, do you think he ends every phone call with... No, definitely not. I am the Tiger King. No, he wasn't... I, I he, Yeah, he was... I don't even think he was... Yeah, he was labeled the Tiger King, but... Um, 
So the hit Netflix documentary series, Tiger King, is set to return for a second season. Uh, the first run of the show, which was released back in March, if you haven't watched it, what the fuck have you done lately? Uh, go watch it. Not watch, I will say, no, not watch shitty TV is what you've done. I will say it's not shitty TV. Well, I guess it's great. It's, it's great TV because it's it is shitty. great entertainment because it's shitty. But the whole, but the whole thing is like garbage. But it's it's amazing entertainment. Um, so the first run was released back in March and focused on the feud between zoo owner Joe Exotic and big cat rescue owner Carol Baskin. Uh, season one. Uh, as a huge What the hit- fuck was that? Carol Baskin. Baskin. What the fuck was that? Um, did you have to put a Baskin on it? No. I was just doing for you, Dad. Fucking idiot. Anyway, season one was a huge hit with 64 million households tuning in. Uh, according to the Sun News, uh, Netflix has obtained the rights to follow up, uh, to do a follow up season, which will see a return of the currently incarcerated Joe Exotic along with Dylan Passage, his new husband. The young boy, um, and then Jeff Lowe, who took the park over. If you have, if you haven't watched it, just go fucking watch it. Anyway, Jeff Lowe. And if you really don't feel like watching it, don't watch it. You're right. Not missing anything, but Jeff guys. Lowe was the man who took over the park whenever. It's not going to ruin your life. Right. Whenever Joe Exotic went to jail. If you really just want to hear about it, subscribe to another podcast. The last podcast on the left. Go back and listen to their episode because they do an entire in-depth episode about it. Just listen to that and you got the gist of it. You don't have to watch the show. There's so much more better content to watch on on Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I don't know. It's very entertaining. I really want to watch the new Mulan movie. I just, I want to watch that so much. Can I do my new story? No. Shut up. Yeah, you can can do it. So, if you watch the show, you know that Joe Exotic, he is serving a 22-year prison sentence. He's He's part of the way through it. He got found guilty for putting a hit Add on uh, Carol Baskin um, on top of a whole slew of animal-related uh, charges. Um, the report claims that Baskin has, has been trying to solicit roughly a million dollars to be a part of this new second season, uh, while Exotic just hopes to clear his name. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to this. Uh, also, if you, I'll been- definitely watch it because I am a. I am a shitty TV slut, so I'll watch it. Right. But also, if you've been watching the news lately, uh, Carol Baskin was also in the news with her little spat with Cardi B. Did you see that? No. You didn't? Okay. No, I imagine it was over in a Florida minute, which is six months. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been going on for a few weeks. Yeah, a Florida minute is six weeks. (laughs) But, uh... So that's she was, why every that's why five o'clock somewhere lasts until nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so Carol Baskin, she was in a dispute a dispute with Cardi B and Megan Three Stallion, which I don't know who Megan Three Stallion is. I think she's a rapper. Um, uh, that's the uh, the uh, WAP, which stands for Wet Ass Pussy. So. I just thought it was WAP. <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's a uh, WAP. Well, then you've seen the news. WAP means Wet Ass Pussy and. Uh, it's very disgusting. Don't let your kids listen to it uh, because it talks about the old, uh, the guy bringing a shop back to suck up all the juice from this wet-ass P-word. So you have seen the music video? I have heard the song, and it's absolutely grotesque. Well, that's what it's about. It's about this, the WAP. It's because they had big cats in the music video. 
And Carol Baskins made you can't a, you can't talk about that tiger pussy on my on that video. That's disgusting. Bring them on down to Carol Baskins Tiger Sanctuary, and we'll milk that pussy for them for free. Carol Baskin is one weird lady. Uh, yeah. Hey, all you cool pigs and piglets out there. I don't want to take her saying that she'll copyright me because she's a fucking C word. But, um, but anyway. So, uh, fuck Carol Baskin. She killed her husband. So she, yeah, she, uh, so she was made a video about, uh, speculating that Cardi and Megan Three Stallion's collaboration, uh, used one of the big cat pimps who makes a living from beating, shocking, and starving cats to make them stand on cue in front of a green screen in a studio, adding that that's never good for the cats. Uh, Cardi B then fired back at her and said, I'm not engaging with Carol Baskin on that. Like, that's just ridiculous, you know? Like, girl, you killed your goddamn husband. Which is what Cardi B hey, said. And Cardi B murdered a man... Uh, in Detroit when she was a stripper. So. He tried to rape her. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> uh, imagine me. Yeah. Uh, quota- Le- quotation uh, finger. Uh, Lydia. Uh, Lydia. Yeah. She tried to rape her. That's, that's Cheyenne's bullshit name if you tuned in last week. Um, I'm not having a daughter named Lydia, so I'm not having kids with Cheyenne because that's a dumb fucking name. Right. But my name is great. Aubrey for a boy. That's an awesome freaking name. Whatever. It's unisex. You could use it for a boy or a girl. But did uh, I saw one video of Carol Baskin and her her new husband, which is super nerd. Um, No, her new husband looks like a pedophile should. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But they were right up. She has like a whole following with her big cat rescue shit. Like, and somebody was having a birthday, so they recorded a video of, the, of her, of them wishing this lady a happy birthday. And you could tell they were so fucked up, and they had a pint of Bacardi 151. And they were like, like Yeah, we're partying. We're partying. <laughs> we're b- bottles up in the club, to the window, no. to the wall. No, they were like, they're like, it's your birthday. We're going to Bacardi like it's your birthday. Yeah. And bubble, and like dancing. Bunch like, of fucking twats. Like weird like hippie dancing and I shit. And I was swear. just like, what the fuck is going Bunch on? Bunch of fucking twats. Well, when you grow up and you, all you got to talk to is tigers, the only thing you think about is uh, eating raw meat and uh, never talking to anybody at all. Like I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure Carol Baskin's like Facebook Messenger is just filled with like people pretending to be tigers on Facebook. It's just like Felix the Tiger message you today. Hey Carol, really really proud of what you're doing over there at the Big Cat Rescue. Above that all you good cats kittens thing. It's wonderful. I just love it. But it's um it's really Fred and he's a uh, 67-year-old man from um uh from Louisiana and he touches little boys. So, uh, that's, that, that is Carol Baskin's, um, social media right. messages that she gets. So what do you uh, got? So there are a bunch of twats, um, love the show, but it's a total waste of time. So if you love a waste of time, go watch TV, go watch Tiger. Hey, whatever gets in the views is all Netflix gives a shit about. Yeah. So everybody, uh, just make sure you subscribe and rate five stars to Comcast because this is total garbage, but you love it. That's why you keep listening to it. And if you don't love it. Um, well, you better start because you still want to do it. Right. Uh, so, cause we're doing two episodes a week, motherfucker. Yep. Two episodes a week. And thank you all. Uh, since we're going with that, thank you all so much for actually, uh, 
I, I, I'm not. We're recording this the same day, so if you're in an uproar about it, we won't find out for another couple days. And if you aren't, thank you so much for sticking. If you're in an uproar about it. Wait two more days yeah. and you get an episode. Yeah, thank you so much for sticking with it no um, and supporting us, and we love you. Uh, so the only blockbuster left in existence in Bend, Oregon, is a Airbnb that you can rent, and it also comes with the like quintessential '90s. Big screen, like picture tube TV and entertainment center, sofa bed, couch, um, movies lined up against the wall, VCR. Uh, the, you have to rewind the videos though, and the uh, a whole like tra- a whole like sh- um, shelf of like snacks that you could buy, like like the quintessential snacks that you buy in like a uh, movie rental store. So the limited overnight experience is part thank you to residents of Deschutes County for keeping the last blockbuster alive and kicking and a way to let people outside Central Oregon know it's there and needs needs its support to keep things um, going since 1994. So the store is going full 90s with this overnight, including... Uh, creating a video room within the store with decor from the decade, a gigantic era appropriate television, a VCR, and the store's VHS tapes to choose from to complete the uh, basically the entire picture. Um, And the store manager, Sandy Harding, has been with the Bend Blockbuster for 16 years. So she actually bought that and turned it into an Airbnb, which is a great idea. Yeah. Literally, if 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 I had the overhead, I would buy a place and turn it into into an Airbnb, because that is honestly the way to go. That it really is. So it's our twenty. It's make more money than fucking Blockbuster. Right. Right. So it's our twenty years as a Blockbuster. Blockbuster. We were hoping to celebrate. That this year, but with COVID-19 throwing a wrench into everybody's plans, we were really excited to be able to pull this off. So, uh, so they are, I believe they probably are booking. So for all you Blockbuster fans, for all you nostalgia fans, if you want to go. August 17th. Yeah, August 17th, uh, which is, um, I believe it's this week. So this week they are starting booking. yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. So yesterday we're recording this on Wednesday. So all of you. Uh, if you want to have a great blockbuster experience, experience the '90s. If you're nostalgia, if you're a nostalgia freak, by all means. And I have a, a hopes in a few years to go to Portland, Oregon, because I would really love to see Portland. I would really love to see Oregon. Um, I heard it's beautiful there. Uh, a lot of artists, uh, communities, stuff like that. I heard it's a great place to go. So if you want to go to Bend, Oregon, they're booking now. I. If I was going to Bend, Oregon for something else, I would totally stay there. So it's only $4 a night, a penny more than what you would spend for a new release. So literally, you better book it now because you're. if you booked it right now this week for $4 a night, it might take you a year to stay in there. But at least you got plenty of time to plan your trip. Yeah. So $4 a night is the cheapest fucking Airbnb I've ever heard of in my life because... Uh, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous cheap. But it's only one night stays. Yeah, ridiculously cheap price, but it's a one night stay. So if you're, you could literally just stay there for four dollars, and then you can drive to 
another part of Oregon of wh- or wherever you're going. Just stay in there for that one night, stay in that nostalgia. But book it now, book it as soon as you can, because if you don't, it's going to take you a long time either way. Uh, but that was that would be a very cool experience, uh, to be honest. I think that would be a very cool experience. Right. All right, next one is, I was deeply, deeply saddened when I saw this. Kim Jong-un is still alive. I fucking told you. I fucking told you. You can't kill that deeply nihilistic fat asshole. You can't kill him. Well, we haven't he's talked like about a, it. He's like a chubby cockroach. Yeah. You can't kill him. He's the Korean cockroach. We haven't talked about it in a That's, while, but I he, guess back in May... Is when they they finally saw him again. He came out in a, like a public speech or whatever, and everybody, you know, all of them was like fake cheering and shit. Yeah, he's a flags. Korean cockroach, man. You can't kill him. But uh, you can't kill a Korean cockroach. Throw a nuke on his ass. You can't kill him. You can't kill him. The only thing he can kill is those Russian horses he bred. He rides on one for thirty minutes and it collapses to death. Well, broken it, broken legs. It said that. Well, he underwent heart surgery because he's overweight. And it said because yeah, he's a fat fuck. It said because he he his diet. Don't say, don't say overweight. He's a fat fuck. Kim Jong Un is a fat fucking piece of shit <laughs> Korean bastard. Not not meaning that all Koreans are fat pieces of shit bastards, but Kim Jong Un is a fat piece he's, of shit. He's only in his mid thirties, and they said he had he is because of his diet and he smoked too much, and that's the reason he had heart complications. The dude smokes cigars like. He breathes oxygen. So every five minutes, he has an oxygen break. And the next five minutes, he deep inhales a cigar. And then all he does is eat quarter pounders and uh, fucking uh, chicken littles. Yeah. Because because he, he's well, a dictator. KFC did away with the chicken little. Well, so. he's a dictator. So if uh, North Korea has a KFC, he can make them do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, no, no, he actually, he owns a KFC in North Korea. And... I'm just talking on my ass. It's just a joke. Uh, he, he only he only he only wants double fried, only double fried, double fried chicken. None of that grilled bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so Kim Jong Un orders pet dogs to be confiscated in North Korea's capital. The North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un has ordered pets to be confiscated in the country's capital, saying the pooches represent Western decadence, uh, but their owners fear that Fido is really uh, headed for someone's dinner table. Uh, Kim issued the um, directive in July and late July to round up pets, claiming that they were part of the tainted trend by... Uh, ideology, a source, you know, this is the source that they told the English edition of Chosun Lobo, a South Korean newspaper. Uh, according to people who raising pigs and livestock on their porches, uh, but higher ranking officials and wealthy pet owners, which stoked some resentment. Among the lower classes. This dude's such a fucking twat. <laughs> the, the you you want said. to get rid of all the pet dogs. Because people in the U.S. have dogs, and I don't want anybody to now, have dogs besides what, me. What pet or what people are afraid of is that they're going to the dinner table. They're because they are ro- running low on livestock and food in in the Why capital of North Korea. Why would you just Korea. eat his ass? That 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 fat motherfucker. He just got brought back to life. That fat motherfucker would feed a family of nine for six months. All you would do is you literally. You would literally just fillet an ass cheek and it would feed an entire village for a week. 
that fat piece of shit who squashes his own purebred Russian horses. And we all know, anything Russian is strong as fuck. So that dude, can you imagine being that horse? He's got 14 of them. Do you know why he has 14 Russian horses, Ryan? Because every time he goes for a ride, one of them dies from four fucking broken legs and they have to throw it off a goddamn cliff with a bullet hole in its head. That is why he has 14 of them. I don't think they could shoot it. Why waste the bullet? <laughs> it's, it's, well, technically it's a bullet and it's made out of chicken skin. It's hardened chicken skin and it's frozen and he has a chicken, it's like one of those... Like when he has those, a chicken gun. When you have one of those, when you go to one of those flea markets and it's like a like a, a marshmallow gun and it's made out of PVC pipe. That's what he just he just uses his super strong North Korean lungs, royalty lungs, and just blows out. Oh yeah, his new fucking lungs. Blows that blows that chicken skin out of that fucking marshmallow gun and it just goes right through the horse's head and then they just throw it off a fucking cliff. And it's just like here you go. It's like hey, sorry, you know. No. And then they gotta and then they have to uh, carry him back. Um, because he doesn't walk anywhere, obviously. His cardiovascular system is non-existent. Um, he has a, uh, he, he, his blood pressure is 200 over 300, which is, you know, death-like. But, yeah. uh, if you're 35 and you have to have heart surgery, um, it's not because you have gene issues. It's because you're a fat piece of fucking shit. That's why. Yeah. So, everybody's worried that, you know... Of course, everybody loves dogs. Doesn't matter where you're from. I don't. But now they're worried that... I hate um, dogs. I'm a chameleon, man. Because, you know, certain <laughs> certain Asian countries... I'm a chameleon. ...do man. live off dog meat. They have the Chinese, you know, dog eating festival. So... Oh, dude, I've been to that. I'm a huge fan. No. So people fear that they're... He's planning on eating You the know dogs. what's the best dog to eat? A corgi. Why? Because isn't that the, the they're small and then the queen's fat, dogs they're small fat and tender or does she yeah. have a yorkie yeah it's like so a corgi, no, corgi so corgi meat is just like pork belly oh it's so juicy kidding if you ever seen a corgi walk them big fat asses just yeah it's like Cheyenne's dog the thing's got an ass like a Cadillac it's fucking big and square might yeah. as well have fans on the side brake lights and shit that thing looks like that, uh, Cheyenne's dog's uh, Cheyenne's dog is built like a Holstein cow. And a Holstein cow is the big, huge, tall, black and white ones, and they're used for a lot of milking, uh, milk production. Uh, that's what Cheyenne's dog looks like. It's black and white, and it's got a square fucking ass. Like it's it's just like literally, it looks like a plank of wood with a fucking glory hole in the middle of it, and that's her asshole. Right. Like, that's, that's Cheyenne's dog, and it uh, it has a Dotson sized head. So yeah. it's it looks like one of those uh, Thanksgiving Day blow up balloons. That's what it looks like. That's what that fucking dog looks like. That dog pissed me off today, so that's all I'm talking shit about it. But uh, we won't go into that. So right. uh, this made this made my week. So a Colorado grandfather who is age 90 comes out as gay during the pandemic. So um, so this is our, in Arvada, Colorado, and this is on Madison.com uh, news site. So stuck at home during the coronavirus pandemic. With not much to do, Kenneth Feltz began to write a memoir. 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 Chronicling <laughs> the past 90 years of his life. Uh, but he... This uh, is like, chapter one, I've fucked so many dudes. <laughs> so he quickly realized that his story would never be complete without revealing a secret that he had kept hidden his entire life. Uh, so Feltz now lives in Arvada, Colorado. Um... He's known he was gay since he was 12 years old, 
but he said he made the choice to conceal his sexuality because he grew up during a time when homosexuality was both frowned upon and illegal. If you're 90 years old in 2020, so when he was he was he born, was good in 2018. He should have came out a couple he, years ago. <laughs> yeah, he was, but he was born in 1910. Yeah. So 1910, which our great grandparents were born uh, around that era or a little before that, and yeah, it was illegal back then. You you could not be a homosexual. You could not have those tendencies. You couldn't even pretend to have that. So when he, I don't think they like. I think homosexual I think when. I think when do what? I don't think they like the word homosexual anymore. A homosexual? Yeah. Okay, so you could not. So I don't even think you could comfortably come out as gay. You couldn't be anything. I know you could be, but uh, unless you were straight it, and white, right? When it was a trend, though. But when it was when it was a trend, I don't because I don't think you could come out as come out at all until that's what I mean. Until unless you maybe were, the past thirty years, you had to be years. straight and white. Right. To be to live a normal right. life in America, you had to be right. straight and white, not right. black, I not honestly, anything else. I honestly don't think you could live the you you honestly can't even live the comfortable life now um, for for the LGBTQ community. Um, even now in 2020, no, they still get people still can't against. live a normal life. They they're still they're still gay bastards right. out there. They can't live without discrimination, and it, it, it's just like anything. It's different. Else. It's a lot more. There's a lot more open-minded people it, out it there, is but a you lot still better, get, yes. but you still got those people who are, you know, still don't like right, black people, gay right. people. It is a, it is a lot better, yes, but it, it's it still sucks that it is 2020 how diverse uh, the world is and how progressive it's been getting. Uh, that I mean, people still you know experience discrimination even that way. Yeah, but you always have that, right? Uh, so much has changed over the past few decades, including the Supreme Court's uh, monumental decision in 2015 to legalize same-sex marriage. Hey, ho to that. That was 2018. No, it was 2015. It was the last year that Obama was in office. The last first year. Uh, his second term ended in... No, no you're right, you're right. Yeah, it was, it was Trump his took last it in 16. Year. Yeah, it was his last year that, the last year that Obama was in office. You're so right. Felt said that his memoir um, couldn't his go... Memoir. Memoir. His what, memoir. Whatever. Couldn't go it's on like without writing a about his... Nightmare. It couldn't... It, <laughs> nightmare. He couldn't go on uh, without writing about his true love, Philip. So at age 90, he, he has finally, a true love, Philip, at 90? Yeah. So he finally, no, no, no. It was. Oh, back, back in the day. Yeah, back when he was. Like, oh, in his, damn. I wonder what back when he was doing now. Back when he was in his 20s. So he finally came out to his daughter and then the rest of his friends and family through a Facebook post. I am gay. He stated, I am out. I am free. And. Fucking kudos to you. This is the hero of the week. This is the hero of the month. Um, so that goes out to Mr. Feltz. So uh, that is that is absolutely amazing. Um, he's quoted saying that I just knew that if I were to come out as gay, I would probably go to hell. Feltz told CNN, I was going to the grave with my secret, which back then that is... That's that's obviously what your family would have taught you, uh, because uh, re religion was very, very, very strong in a lot of families, most families, um, back in that era. So um, that's he what was, it was. Everybody went to church, right? So Mr. Feltz was in the U.S. Navy during the Korean War, um, and that is where he met his true love in the 1950s. 
He moved to Long Beach, California to work as a retail credit, work for a retail credit company. And it was there that he met Philip Jones. Uh, he's, he's quoted saying, when I met him, I was still straight. And so I had not anticipated opening up, Felt said. He said he's the one that threw me out and made me realize that we had potential together. Mm. Uh, so dates started out at coffee shops. So they went on dates. Uh, when I was living with Philip in California, homosexuality itself was illegal. Felt said uh, it was a felony. We couldn't hold hands or anything like that. You would be arrested on exhibition of such behavior. Once you uh, go to court, your information is spread all around town and you lose your friends and your family. So California sodomy law wasn't uh, repealed until the 1975. That's insane. Uh, so he ultimately said um, that the burden of being gay in a society where it was considered a crime became too much for Phelps. He said, I resigned my job, packed up my stuff, and went back home to Colorado. Uh, Philip wrote me two or three letters after that. In the last letter, he said, if you don't respond to this letter, I won't bother you anymore. I didn't respond as I hadn't responded to any of his letters. This is going to make me cry. Um, so, after Phelps left Jones, so after Phelps left Jones, he once hid his sexuality, but this time he created an alter ego named Larry to create a more defined separation between his two lives. A rock hard Larry. So Larry <laughs> Rock Hard Larry Rock Hard Larry Jones. Uh Where Larry was my gay side and Ken was the normal straight person. Uh shouldn't Ken Ken be, shouldn't Ken, Ken be the gay one? Ken Doll should be gay. Yeah, Ken Doll <laughs> should be gay. So I called every Philip every Philip so this is after he met, wrote his memoir um, he is stated saying, he said, I, I called every Philip J in, in the phone book I could find and was never able to locate him. Uh, I will die always regretting having left Philip, but hopefully he forgave me. Uh, so coming out at age 90, um, we're, uh, so that's, it's, it's, it's a wonderful tale. He's, he's wearing a rainbow shirt, a rainbow sweatshirt in some of the pictures here. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, this is the hero of the week, Mr. Feltz from Nevada, Colorado. Um, AKA he, Larry to the underground scene. Yeah, AKA, AKA Larry Feltz. Um, and he is quoting saying, I loved him till the end and I'm doing this all for him. And his last quote on this article, he says, there's a whole world out there that will accept you and love you for who you are. So, and that is a true fucking statement for uh, from a, a 90 year old man who has lived a life more than most people can ever say, seen so much um, in his life. And I hold that statement very close because people that have lived longer lives that have gained so much knowledge that they, they know what they're talking about. They're not crazy. They are 100% right, and that is a true statement, and that is why he is our Hero of the Week. So thank you, Mr. Fellows from Avada, Colorado, for coming out to your true identity and staying true to yourself, which is a big part of what this episode was about. It was about yeah. strength. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. You know you. Love yourself. You come first, baby. All right. That is the you episode. You come first, and then we come in you. Gross. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. That is the episode. We appreciate you guys so much. Again, we are doing two episodes a week now. They will be getting released Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. As always, thank you so much. 
We could not do this without you people listening to the show. Thank you. Go and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to. Five stars, please. Again, all this content will always be free. It will always be it as long as we do this show. Uh, thank you. That is the... And I'm rambling. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, guys. That is the episode. Uh, always be true to yourself. Always do better. Always make yourself better. Wash your hands. Wash your fucking ass. Let's get out of here. Thank you all so much. We will see you next week with the wonderful, powerful, and also good Freedom Fire, Adam Couch. Who always has a bald eagle flying over him. Yep. And his mullet. Yep. So stay safe, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful week. We will see you Friday. Love the fuck out of you guys. We will see you Monday. Do what? We will see you Monday. We will see you Monday, and we will see you... We will see you Friday, Monday, and then Friday. We'll see you Friday, Monday, then Friday. We will see you twice a week. We are we'll com- see you when we fucking see you, all right? We are coming in your ear pussies twice a week, everybody. So get ready. And as always, much love. Stay safe. And when life gets hard and life gets you down, you milk that pig, everybody. Peace. Stay classy. Love you. We out.